0: Hello and welcome to the Dentistry podcast. This is episode 7 and we're going to be going over the dat. Once again, this will be the final part. But before I get into what I will be going over today, I wanted to take the time and thank everybody who has been listening. And I would just ask a favor that if you're enjoying this content, please go ahead and share it with somebody else. And if you haven't already, subscribe, whether you be listening from Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, or the Anchor app. And just to let you know, we have started an Instagram page page that you can follow at read.paints. This is the final part of the mini three-episode series where we, will brief, where we uh, briefly went over the debt. Um, I will return to the subject in the upcoming weeks, and we will get more specific and narrow down the focus with the DAT, as it definitely is a lot. For now, my goal was simply to introduce the topic from a broad spectrum to give listeners of this podcast an idea of what it's going to look like. I am excited for this episode because I feel like there will be a lot of added value you won't be able to find by reading any textbook, and a lot of what I have to say today will be what I learned from my own personal experience and the experiences of others concerning test day, including the the days and even hours, minutes leading into it. So thanks as always for joining me again. I really do appreciate it and hope you enjoy today's podcast. I wanted to start out this segment of the podcast by um, talking about the day prior to the test day. And honestly, my biggest advice would be to relax and just enjoy the day. Um, The hardest part really is over you've been studying for so many weeks or months or I would really even say years because let's be honest a lot of that material that is um, that you're supposed to study as part of the DAT has been stuff that you've been learning even since middle school you can trace it back to that so the funny thing about studying for the DAT is it's not just okay here's all the information you need to know it really is an accumulation of what you've done your whole life so I can't imagine a scenario where You didn't have any prior knowledge of that information, and then you were able to study what was inside any type of DAT coursework guideline and be able to do well on the test. So, really, everything that you have been learning is so important. That's why all of your classes that do pertain towards what's going to be on the DAT are also very important, even if you can't see that directly in the moment. But yeah, you have learned uh, what you're going to learn. And that's pretty much that. That last day, I mean, really, you're not going to be able to, um, like, how much of a significant change in the knowledge that you really do have are you going to make, considering you've been studying this stuff for years, as I just mentioned. Now, even though I said that the hardest part is over and you've learned what you're going to learn, I would suggest briefly, and I mean very briefly glossing over the material you have studied i think this is crucial for two reasons and maybe a lot more than that but the two that i'm going to hit on are number one not to stress yourself out or lower your confidence and this is huge you up to this point you have had many ups and you have had many downs it definitely is a roller coaster ride of emotions and i think the biggest reason that it's important not to stress yourself out is because you need to find that balance, because and and you can also like falsely deceive yourself. Like say you were to take maybe a practice test or something, and you know you're stressing out about that information, and um, you do really well. Maybe you are going to be overconfident going into the exam, or on the very opposite side of that spectrum. Let's say you are studying and studying, and you're just so worried, and maybe you perform poorly on one of the practice quizzes or tests, you're going to go into that exam with low confidence. I think we can all kind of get an idea of what's going to go on there. So the best thing to do is just take a relaxed and rational approach and an honest self-evaluation. But I would say that it is very important to briefly skim over what you have learned as a refresher, because this brief overview actually helped me get a lot of questions right on the bio section. And it's not like I was truly studying. It was just, I was, I was getting, I was taking that information and putting it like forefront in my memory. And it's stuff that I obviously already learned and, or else it wouldn't have been internalized, but it it really helps because going into the DAT, you are going to be nervous and you want to recall this information without much effort, without much thought, because those nerves might start to take over as you are taking this exam. Because there there really is a lot writing um, on the DAT. I'm just going to be honest and upfront about that. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but that doesn't mean that you can't find ways to control those nerves and use it to your advantage. And I'm going to go over that in a little bit, how you can um, actually benefit from being nervous and direct that energy into your test taking. Um, So like I said, I just went over the very basics on a very superficial level. So the information was fresh in my mind. And that truly, truly did help. And I want to say I can't give you an exact number of minutes that I used um, as this brief overview. But I know it was to the point because like, sorry, when you are studying, you know, when you get to the point of burnout. So I guess so. I'm a runner. I've run a marathon. I ran cross country and track in high school. And if it's like the day of the race or even the day prior, obviously you are not going to overexert yourself and train in a way that is going to increase your performance. That makes no sense because you are going to be so tired on the race day that you aren't going to perform as well. It's the same thing with studying. If you are just going to burn yourself out the day prior, or hopefully you're not studying like crazy going into like on test day, then you are not going to perform as well. So it's just best to, you know, take a deep breath, relax, do the things you enjoy. I spent time with my family and, uh, that got me in a good, in a good, good, uh, zone or a good peace of mind. So you must find that fine balance between being brief and overdoing it and you should know yourselves well enough at this point to know at what point you're going to be overdoing it and um, wearing yourself out so this next piece of advice is super super cliche but it is to get a good night's sleep now this advice is not from personal experience because well I did not get a good night's sleep, so if you don't get a good night's sleep, don't stress out about that either because it's totally normal. Hopefully you do get a good night's sleep because <laughs> it definitely is true. If you have uh, a fresh mind in the morning, obviously there is a strong correlation that you are going to to perform better. but um, yeah, I was tossing and turning. Fortunately, I did get some sleep, so Anyways, there isn't a lot there is a lot of adrenaline that day so I don't think you have to worry about like falling asleep during your test or anything, but it does help to have a fresher mind for sure. Anyways, um, the next thing obviously after you sleep, you um, eat and use the bathroom. Definitely do those two things. Um, a breakfast, uh, you know a hearty breakfast before the test, I would say is equally and maybe even more important than a good night's sleep um and then, and then, using the bathroom. this is one that you if you're like me, you definitely want to use the bathroom before going into the test because being that this test is timed you it's not like you can just like pause that time because you have to go to the bathroom if you go to the bathroom it's going to be at the cost of your own time so make sure make sure that you are not going to have to use the bathroom at any point during the first parts of the test because there is going to be a break where you are allowed to go use the bathroom and i would totally suggest that and i'll actually get into more detail about that here in just a minute Um, About the break, because that is actually a really important time of the test taking experience. Um, So, here is uh, another point that I have written down, and I'm just, I'm honestly, I just made like the list of most important points that I think are necessary for, you know, test day or prior, at least that I found, um, pertinent. And if you guys have any other advice, if you've already taken the DAT, please feel free to leave that, uh, your comments in, um, in the post that I do on Instagram concerning this episode and share that with others because honestly, I'm obviously not the only person who's ever taken the DAT and there's people who know a lot more than I do and were more successful on test day, but I did very well. So I do feel qualified to share what I did um, to be successful on that day. Anyways, um, this next piece of advice is the decision to have someone take you or drive. So this is something, um, it definitely has pros and cons. I was honestly kind of leaning towards just driving myself and maybe that had to do with confidence because I was afraid that had I done poorly, I didn't want somebody to be there to see my shame. Um, But then another pro that is um, a pro of that um cuz i just mentioned a con if that would be a con for you but a pro is that you don't have to worry about driving you can relax and maybe you can briefly go over something but again very very briefly um and when you're driving you're also exerting you know your yourself mentally so you are taking a little bit out of your um energy that should be devoted towards the test day so having someone drive you is definitely a good thing and if you're nervous obviously you don't want to be driving um But then I I think a a con of that is, and it just depends on the the person that is going to be taking you. And so maybe you want to choose that person wisely, obviously, can't be a person that's going to stress you out. Um, But I, I think there's more pros. And especially like, when you do well, it's so nice to have somebody to celebrate with. And So, a support system definitely is very good. And if you do poorly, maybe you're somebody who needs somebody to be there for you, too. So, that's just kind of something that you should consider for yourself uh, personally, how you feel about that. Anyways, get there early. That is also very cliche advice, but very true. Just plan to get there. Like if you're supposed to be there, let's say eight thirty in the morning, get there at eight. Like there's no harm in getting there early. You don't want to be, you know, rushing because if you're late, you're already nervous. So these are all things to kind of mitigate the nerves because naturally you're already going to be nervous. So you, so you don't want to add to all that pressure. And here is a bonus tip. And this is actually something that I learned off of DAT Bootcamp. And one of the pieces of advice that they gave, at least this first part of advice, came from DAT Bootcamp. And that is to bring a snack and a toothbrush. So, you know, consider your blood sugar levels and just another boost of energy because you are going to get a... I don't know if it's like a 15 or 20-minute break, but I want to say it's after. So first, um, you'll take the bio, the bio section. Yes, the bio section is the first section that's maybe like 30 minutes. And then you have um, Gen Chem and O Chem that they're both divided into 30 minute sections. So maybe after an hour and a half, you'll you'll have that break. And like I said, maybe it's 15 to 20 minutes. But yeah, take your snack, Um, you'll, you'll be given an assigned locker, put that snack in the locker, you know, stow it away, because you can't take anything into the actual testing center with you. Um, If you need to take uh, if, you, if you're thirsty and you need some water, just you know, don't drink a ton of water because you don't want to have to use the bathroom while you're taking the test, as I already mentioned. But yeah, the snack, definitely eat that. You need the extra energy. But then the toothbrush thing, which is an interesting point, and and maybe you even want to bring floss, but that is to brush your teeth and floss after you eat your snack because this is something that you definitely won't be thinking about but it allows you to get all like if you have like a snack like let's say you have like an energy bar or like a granola bar and you know you don't want to be like messing with stuff being distracted by what's in your mouth and in your teeth while you're taking the test because that is going to divert your focus so that is definitely, I, th- I think that that was very helpful, actually, um, because I'm definitely somebody who likes to fidget. So anyways, that was just a little bit of a bonus tip that maybe you won't hear in too many other places, a little non-traditional tip. Um, the testing center is very, very high stress. So prepare yourself to know that and know and accept that you will be nervous because, Let's be honest, this is a very important test. If not, you wouldn't have spent so much time studying for it. And um, being nervous is okay. So I mentioned this earlier that there is a way to take nerves and turn it into a positive. So don't let it be a problem because you got this. Um, It will come automatic if you are prepared. So as I was mentioning earlier, like when you do that brief, very brief... um, you know, look over, or, you know, run through the material that you have done. Try to get that information at the forefront of your mind. Not that you're going deep into your studies, because that is going to stress you out. But, um, and, and if you, if you have prepared the right way, you know, like, <laughs> academically through all your years of schooling, and then, you know, you buckled down during, uh, you know, while you were devoting yourself towards studying for the DAT, I mean, that information, it should be second nature that you don't have to worry about your nerves. Um, so being nervous, it really, um, it, 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 it calls us to action. It, 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 and if you're honest with yourself and know that you're a nervous person, then you are going to be more motivated to study and get that information, um, you know, fresh in your mind. So then this becomes second nature. And, you know, being nervous makes it so you're not gonna be overconfident and, you know, think that, oh, I don't really have to do too much because I got this, like I'm a straight up G. Like, I don't know. So that's just the way I feel about nerves, that it, it can be a positive thing because it makes us not so complacent. So um make sure, this is another point too, make sure you are following instructions and are at um your correct assigned computer so you don't want to be docked for cheating even if that wasn't your intention and you don't want to have um a problem with the test like slash it being timed because like if if you are not your assigned computer and the timer is off then like you know, you can't just go back and be like, Hey, can you reset this? Like it definitely doesn't work that way. Um, like though any type of like tampering or anything like will disqualify you and it won't look good. Um and like you are escorted to your computer, your assigned seat, but there have been mistakes in the past. Like make sure there's no student on your testing screen because that can really screw you over as well. Like you definitely don't want that to happen um and then like as far as the instructions go like there are definitely prompts where it's like okay you are allowed to start like taking notes now or or whatever and um you don't want to do that before um your allotted time or else you can be disqualified for cheating and it might not even even been your intention but they are super serious about this um, everybody's on a level playing field and yeah it's um it's a very the reason that I think that it is high stress is because of the environment. I mean, I mentioned that they're going to be escorting you to your your um your computer and you actually end up getting like padded down and you go through a metal detector and all these things, like you know, the sign in, sign out process, like in this log. I mean, it is a lot. It's like no other test you've ever taken before, at least or or maybe you have. Maybe you have taken a test like this before, but it's even more so than the SATs. Or if you took, I think out west, it's a lot more common to take the ACTs. I took the SATs here um, where I'm from in, in the in Pennsylvania, the Pittsburgh area. So anyways, here's another bonus tip actually. And this is something that really helped me. And I wish I could remember the song that I had in my head, but it like really motivated me and um it's just and it also helped me to relax and just kind of like if i was being like if i was getting really stressed out about a certain question or something like just thinking of the song kind of like ease the pressure and um breathe like you know meditate like take deep breaths like count your breaths and you'll be surprised at like how much that actually works like you're you're thinking more about like you know, relaxing than you are about how stressed out you are. And so and I know that I mentioned too, that you want to be focused on the question being asked. But if you are just like having an anxiety attack, or you're like having a nervous breakdown, then you are just going to draw a complete blank. So in those moments, maybe you need to take a step back and, and just breathe, relax, go to your happy place, have a song, or whatever. So This is also, this is a really, this is like a psychological trick. If you've ever gone to like counseling or whatever, like if you suffer from anxiety or anything. So you think of like best case, worst case, so your extremes in terms of the scenarios and then the most realistic scenario. And it for me, it always helps to think of the worst case scenario and be like, okay, well, is that really that bad? So in this case, like if you're going into the DAT and you're super nervous that you're going to do bad, like ask like, what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to fail and then I'll try again, or I'm going to fail, and you know what? I'll still figure my life out. Like It's not over. So it's it's really one of those things. I mean, there's so many worse things that can happen, but we do um, invest a lot of time and energy and put a lot of our eggs in this basket of our dental career pursuit that we can easily stress ourselves out but really it's like even if everything were to go wrong like if i if you know i've been accepted in dental school like if for some reason dental schools were to contact me tomorrow I'd be like hey like uh there's been a problem like sorry you can't come here i would honestly at this point in my life have the mental fortitude to be like all right well i mean it is what it is and i'm gonna move on for the best whether that's in dentistry or something else so like the worst case scenario really isn't that bad i mean people who love you are still going to love you. You Find out who your true friends are and all of those things. Now on the flip side of the worst case scenario, now you go through what's the best case scenario. So this is where you are envisioning success and you're just going to walk off into the sunset and, you know, fly to the moon or whatever. So best case scenario um, you just envision like, okay, I'm going to do super well in this test. Like I'm going to get into whatever dental school that I want to go to. Like everything's going to be happy. Like I'm going to marry the person of my dreams, whatever. And, uh, and, and actually just see yourself doing that. I mean, it's the whole um, theory of, you know, you aim for, the moon and you land in the stars or maybe it's opposite. I don't know. Anyways. Um, so, you know, worst case, best case scenario, but then, um, you know, likely you'll probably fall somewhere in between into the most realistic scenario. So, you know, realistically you are going to do well in the DAT, you know, if you've prepared and you're going to get into a dental school, maybe it won't be your top dental school. Hopefully it is, but it will be a dental school. So, um, test taking strategies is something that I'm going to go over in future podcasts I do want to move on a little bit from the DAT discussion just because the last three episodes have been devoted towards the DAT I did just want to give you know some sort of a reference towards students who might be um, taking the DAT here pretty soon because I know that we're starting to get into that season so this will be at least. You know, hopefully, one of the many resources for you, and then um, within the next few weeks, though, I'll definitely start to make some episodes that are gonna going to really narrow down like the focus on each section and some of the strategies and tips that I think are useful. So stay tuned for that for sure. And uh, so this last part is just kind of funny. It's like when you finish the test, you know, you get through the sixth, the sixth section i don't know why sixth is so hard for me to say but it is anyways you get done with that section um you there'll be like some prompts like I think maybe there's like a survey or something and this is just kind of to um, give you a heads up because I really wasn't aware of like the sudden uh, you know like the whole like would you rather be shot in in the head or you know somewhere where you're going to bleed to death sorry if that's like a little bit graphic but it's it's kind of that way with uh, with the DAT and how these these test results load I mean unless you did really well then that's really good and um, you know which was the case for me but I wasn't (laughs) so sure that things are going to turn out well but anyways those results load instantly it's like you know you're it's just like your future is just coming across the screen in a moment and you know there's been so much going into it all for it to come down to this one moment where this test carries so much weight obviously like the DAT isn't everything but it is very important and so just to uh prepare yourself for that so maybe maybe before you hit like that final submit button or whatever just Relax, like take some breaths, be accepting of what you did because I didn't really know I wasn't really prepared for that. But fortunately, it worked out for the better. And, um, anyways, let your emotions out, whether for bad or good, and celebrate what you've done, no matter if you performed poorly or you performed really well, because you're done. I mean, at least for now, anyways. And uh, you put a lot of time and energy into it, and so just take a break. Um, yeah definitely celebrate if you did well and if you did poorly just let it out it does no good to suppress and keep all your feelings to yourself you don't need to be embarrassed I mean you have nothing to be embarrassed of you are part of probably less than 0.5 percent or even less than that of um, the American population that is going to go on to become a doctor so like nobody can like be like oh wow You know, don't, don't care about anybody's judgment because most likely they have not done anything as hard of as what you have done. And if they have done something as hard as what you have done, then they know, they know the hustle, like they know the grind and, and they're certainly going to be respectful. I mean, there are those outliers and just who cares about those people, but yeah, just let your emotions out, whether for good or bad. That is probably, maybe the most important advice, you know, be realistic with yourself, let your emotions out, have somebody that you can talk to, have a support system, all those things, because this is a big deal. And, um, you know, you've done so well getting to this point, and you really deserve, um, you know, to pat yourself on the back, or you deserve a hug. If, if whatever, you know, if you need that. So anyways, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of the read dentistry podcast, please. I hope you uh, share this content with somebody else that you find helpful or if you find it helpful and you think that it could help them. So, uh, stay tuned for next time. And I really look forward to it. Peace.